When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ken Avsuck, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire, and the finale is done. It's nestled into our hearts, and it's roaming around our brains, and we're trying to figure out everything about it. Again, I absolutely loved it, and I know some people didn't. Uh, some people felt underwhelmed. Some people felt it was uh, uh, the Littlefinger stuff wasn't satisfying. The uh, John and Danny stuff was icky, and you know what? That I agree with. Um, but I, I love the episode, and I, I can't deny myself those feelings. I, I've watched it now a couple times and taken it in, and there's a lot of questions, a lot of things. I can't wait to go back and watch season seven. It's funny. Usually when every season ends, I go away for a while. I don't Game of Thrones. Um, but that was long before the uh, advent of Anchor and my show Daily Thrones and some of the other things I do with my career. So I don't maybe have that opportunity as much. But I, even, I, I did that last year, season six. I didn't watch rewatch season six until uh, this uh, the month before season seven debuted. I just like to, to walk away from it, marinate on a little bit, stew, stew on it, and figure it all out. But I, I am actually jonesing to sit down and watch season seven again. Uh, helps that it's only seven episodes, I guess. And kind of piece it all together. I think these episodes, when put together, are a giant puzzle. I also agree with what my colleague said last night on Collider's Thrones Talk. Rachel Cushing said that uh, seven seems like part one of what eight will also be like this is part one and two uh not shot at the same time obviously but they'll they'll be a little more connected than other seasons um not necessarily like it's going to pick up a, a minute right after but it just has that kind of i think we'll find that the connective thread and what we're doing here the setup um is going to be paid off a lot next season i and i think that that i enjoyed that that, that it came across last night and I feel so ready for season eight. You're always ready. You're always like, I can't believe I wait. I, I have to wait. But I, I am intrigued by not just the Night King marching south, which we, we knew. I'm very intrigued by this idea that Cersei is still in play. Going into the season, I kind of thought she might be gone. That this might happen. Um, but she's still around. And the Game of Thrones is still around in the face of this big threat to the north that everyone now believes is real and now it's about how you deal with it that i like that the game of thrones what got us here is still in play that's something i couldn't uh, have predicted and a lot of your guys's predictions are great um have to give a shout out to, to kevin at three cocktail questions he was like maybe euron's go got the golden company he thought maybe he already had the golden company but predicted uh somewhat accurately that Euron and the Golden Company would be attached. But anyways, I love the idea that the thrones, the power, the play for the thrones is is still in effect. Which is why it's slightly disappointing that Littlefinger won't be around to see that to the end. But I, I absolutely believe. And you could say it, it wasn't, uh, the story wasn't executed maybe the best, pun intended, and no pun intended. But I, I believe Baelish got what he deserved. 
And Baelish is one of my favorite characters who I actually thought might might actually one day sit on the Iron Throne. I love watching Aiden Gillen work, and I love watching Littlefinger work. But he got what he deserved. He died very the uh, same way as, as Ned and, and Catelyn, uh, with the sudden finality of, of Ned's death at an executioner's blade and just the literal death like Catelyn with a slicing of the neck. That's justice to me, done by the Stark girls. And I, I, in the end, the Arya Sansa stuff wasn't my favorite during the season, and I think it's at, at some point was felt a little contrived and, and written to fill in fill in downtime and the bigger story. But I think it all came together. This is how Littlefinger goes out. He overplayed his hand. He spun himself too far into a corner that he couldn't get out of it. He died crying and begging, and I am satisfied with that. But we'll talk about that more this week. A lot of great things coming out of it, including that wall finally coming down. Something we've all thought would happen. Something that Maester Ebros really essentially predicted when he said back in season uh, episode one, like, hey, you the walls always stood um, right there. You're kind of like, oh, typical Game of Thrones fashion. That wall's coming down. And it finally did. I loved it. I love what's happening here. So I want to hear your reactions. Let's break it down. Season seven, the finale right here on Daily Thrones. Reactions are still coming in for the season finale, the dragon and the wolf. Going to play some of those now. We got some great stuff. Some look, uh, closer looks at uh, Peter Baelish's death. A great eulogy for Littlefinger on the way. You guys have had some really great creative calls all season long, but this episode inspired some good stuff. So, stand by. If you haven't heard your call yet or you don't hear it today, you still might be in the queue because I have so many to get to. Let's hear some of those reactions to this episode. They were wide-ranging, some, some underwhelmed, some excited, some right in the middle. That's what I love about Game of Thrones. It inspires opinions. Oh, my God, Ken. That episode was so shocking. Um, you were right. It was just a meeting. But after that, you know, is it... Can I say it's disappointing that Jamie didn't kill Cersei and rather than just left? I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to let that one simmer. Uh, Waiting for the uh, Thrones talk, Cloud of Thrones talk live stream to start. Can't wait to hear what uh, you thought, but wow, that was a perfect way to end the season. I've been saying for a long time, end a season with the army of the dead taking down the wall, and it was just perfect. But I really thought we'd see John uh, meet up with Bran this episode and find out about his heritage, but I guess we didn't. That'll probably happen in the premiere, though. Season 8. Hey, Daily Thrones. Emily Baker from Shiny Sparkly Badass. It's my second call-in. Holy crap. That episode. What? 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 All the things. It had all the things. The wall, the dragon, with the fire, ice, or whatever it was. The truth about John, John and Danny finally hooking up, Cersei betraying everybody, the rift between Cersei and Jamie. There is more that I'm probably forgetting because I can't breathe. But oh my god, it had everything. It was so good. And I'm sure there will be people who find flaws, but I can't wait to watch it again and look at all the little moments because there was so much that happened. John and Theon had a great moment. Just all those little moments. What a fantastic episode. Holy crap. Hey, Kim, we just finished the um, episode and I've been listening to all the caller feedback and 
I guess I'm in the minority. I'm a little underwhelmed by the finale and totally bummed that we have to wait until 2019 for the story to continue. I mean, some big stuff happened tonight, but it wasn't anything that you really didn't see coming, right? I mean, we knew the wall had to come down so the White Army could get through. We kind of knew that Danny and Jean were going to get together. I mean, they've been playing that for like four episodes now. We knew that Jean was a Targaryen because that had been foreshadowed. And they spent all that time on Theon. Like, we only had an hour and 20 minutes, and I was really disappointed that we had to watch him, like, you know, grow some for, like, 10 minutes. Um, so yeah, a, l- a little underwhelmed. Oh my God, Ken, I'm, I'm just speechless. I watched the episode at like 2 a.m. because I went out and I was freaking out the whole time because I couldn't watch Game of Thrones the moment it came out. But I watched it and I mean, I was just like screaming. I was, I, I, I had to pause three times and just take a breath, calm down. I mean, I loved everything about it, even though there was no giant battle scene or anything. The the big payoffs with the characters' meetings, the dialogue, everything was just perfect. I, I love it. I freaking love it. Hey, Ken. Uh, you guys on uh, Thrones Talk pretty much covered everything that needed to be covered. Uh, I have now watched this episode twice. A lot to digest and a lot to mull over. And I completely agree with you guys saying that this feels like a part one of a two-part season. You know? Season A being part two. Uh, that Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it feels like. Overall, though, I can't complain. Can't really complain except for the fact that we had less episodes. But we had some real really good moments this season and I loved it um John being Aegon wow I didn't see that name coming I was thinking of other ones but definitely not Aegon so ah what does it mean going forward there's going to be tension there's going to be all kinds of stuff well I can't wait it's gonna be a long time Hey, Ken, I've watched The Dragon and the Wolf twice now. I absolutely adored it. Perfect ending to a fantastic season. This one was truly something special. I thought Benioff and Weiss's script absolutely crackled with fantastic dialogue, and while this episode was 80 minutes, it felt perfectly plotted and paced. We all know these Game of Thrones fans were blessed with a truly incredible cast, but special acclaim goes out to the actors last night. Alfie Allen, man. Others have lauded him far more eloquently than I can, but he's incredible, especially in the scene with Theon and Jon. Shout out to the Lannister siblings as well. Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, and Nikolai Coster-Waldo all killed it last night, especially when they were interacting with one another. I know that not, not everyone's on board with John and Danny's love scene, but it, I thought it was beautifully filmed and achingly romantic. Kit and Amelia were wonderful. The juxtaposition to Rhaegar and Lyanna's wedding with John knocking on Danny's door, underscored by Bran saying he loved her and she loved him. Perfect. The Winterfell storyline finished strong. Hat tip to Aiden Gillen, original cast member, departing. I'll be watching this one many more times. It's Jen just getting in my next day reaction here over last night's episode. Great episode. Looking forward to rewatching it, rewatching the whole season. I think it's going to be a good experience. Knowing how, you know, if, when you know how it ends, I think it's going to be fun to go back and watch that season. Um, anyway, I, I think for me, one of the things that I liked uh, and realized um, again and again about Game of Thrones is the fact that they've 
they've earned so much with the audience and with these characters. You know, I, when I was going into the Dragon Pit, probably like everybody else, not sure. Is, is Cersei going to betray them outright there? Is the Mountain and the Hound going to get at it? Are, are all these people going to make, you know, one too many stabbing comments and it's just going to get into a bloodbath? And that didn't happen. And that's okay, you know, because I cared so much about the characters that watching that scene was enjoyable because it was tension and it was just great to watch. And so, you know, maybe now if I rewatch the scene, it'll be just fun to see the dialogue. And I know oh, no big shock's coming. Um, but I think that's okay. I think Game of Thrones does that so well. Um, so some people might not like that, but I'm, I'm enjoying that part of it. I really, really, really love this episode, Ken. It was an absolutely wonderful episode from front to back. They, uh, they really effectively went through everybody's situations and got a lot of things out in the open with uh, the Hound in the Mountain, uh, Euron and Theon, with Euron and his pettiness at the beginning, and Theon kind of taking his uh, throne back or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but uh, he had a great moment there at the end, and... Um, then, you know, it dragged out so long that I had literally forgot about the dragon when the White Walkers came. So seeing the dragon for me was like a surprise all of a sudden. And then it's spitting out blue fire. It was a, it was a magical episode. And, uh, yeah, it's a shame they're going to make us wait so long to see the next one. But, you know, I guess that's how it goes. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, though. A great episode. Your reactions are absolutely still pouring in. I'm getting more on my phone as I'm recording this on my computer. I'm seeing you guys call in with your reactions more later. Uh, so uh, I, hope you're not, I hope you guys aren't tired of your reactions, but I love that uh, Daily Thrones bring your, 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 brings your guys' voice and opinions directly to the airwaves. And like I said before, the reactions are uh, generally positive, some mixed, and, and I'm okay with it. What I, lo what I love about uh, you guys here in Daily Thrones is if you have something negative about it you have a reason for it you're not just being mindlessly negative i think i'm a little burnt out i will admit the last couple days just working on the youtube side of things uh with collider video that there's a lot of the negativity a lot of the uh, feelings for this episode and last week's and game of thrones overall it's just mindlessly negative i don't agree with a lot of it I, and i allow people to have their voice it's something that's really important to me as a broadcaster so like when someone says we have a call it's uh, grace uh, happy grace saying she's underwhelmed that's totally fine i think why some people are underwhelmed is because things that we've thought would happen things that we close fans who are closely attached to the the story the show, the books, the maps, the, the the wikis, the chats we have with our friends. We're so close to it that I think all this stuff we saw coming from a mile away or we knew we, we, we correctly predicted. Like I've been saying the wall is going to be coming down for two or three seasons now and I finally got it. So, yeah, well, nothing's nothing's shocking at this point. And maybe Game of Thrones is a victim of its own earlier success. Maybe the story that George R. R. Martin created and that Benioff and Weiss brought to the screen is so good. It did such a good job at shocking us that now at the end, when the story doesn't necessarily need this shock, it needs solutions, it needs resolutions, and it needs some finality with some of these characters. Maybe that's why we're feeling underwhelmed. Some Now, again, I'm not underwhelmed, uh, specifically to the wall coming down. I've been waiting for this. I'm a big fan of this wall, the Night's Watch, and everything in the North. I talk about it more than any other part of the show. So to finally see it, I felt I felt uh, some gratification. I felt I felt like ah, I finally got to see it. They finally did it. The wall is down, and the Night King moves south. Now that's just me. So 
you guys, if you if you have some problems with this episode, I, I do want you to feel safe here at Daily Thrones to call in and we'll have a discussion about it here. I've just grown a little tired of the YouTube side of things, like I said, where it's mindless aggression. But you guys here at Daily Thrones, you bring me great hope that we can have this discussion. This passionate fandom uh, can come together and, uh, you know, have uh, have good discussions about what we loved and and didn't like about this episode or this season. Again, for me personally, that phrase, me personally, it's one of those uh, one of those nerddom phrases that's important. Um, Me personally, I love season seven. I absolutely think it's one of the best seasons because that resolution is here. We're getting some things. Was everything executed perfectly? No. Uh, it was the f- pacing so fast that I wish we had at least an eighth episode? Yeah, absolutely. The decision to cut three episodes, because in part because they felt they could tell a story, I question that a little bit, because now that the season's done, there's some things I would have uh, liked to spend a little more time with. And I think the Arya Sansa Littlefinger storyline could have worked there. We're going to be talking a lot, though, about Littlefinger's death tomorrow, maybe a little bit today. So if you have some thoughts about Littlefinger's death and Arya and Sansa and how that all played out, uh, give a call into the station. I think we'll make tomorrow Littlefinger Day here, though. I, again, I'll tell you up top, I loved it. I love that Littlefinger's one of my favorite characters in a way. Uh, he's so dastardly. I love and, and I maybe personally wanted him to go farther. I wanted him to maybe sit on the Iron Throne. That made some sense. But he he tortured the Stark family. He's the reason for a lot of this going wrong. He's, a, he's, he's the one that got Ned south. He's the one that convinced Catelyn through a lot of different ways that, this, that the Lannisters did this. He started a lot of this stuff. So to end at Sansa, Arya, and even Bran, to, to end it, 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 the way he did, crying and begging for me, was a perfect ending for Littlefinger. Not necessarily the one I wanted, and I'm sure it's going to be different in the books. I 100% think it could be different. But I like what happened here, but that's what I like. We can have this discussion. More reactions, more thoughts, more stuff coming in here on Daily Thrones. <laughs>